Oh, humans, my humans, welcome to the Sydney Hollis Show. You're delighted to hear my voice. I'm delighted to be talking. Earliest you can hear this is Tuesday, February 28th, the last day of the month. Of course, when it's a non-leap year, all of the days in February line up with all the days in March. If Saturday was on the 4th, then Saturday is again on the 4th. If Saturday is on the 11th, then Saturday is again on the 11th. I don't know. There's something kind of fun about that. (laughs) It's the little things in life. So humans, a couple things to talk about today. First of all, I'm back. The program, the account, my podcast was hacked. It was hacked by the artificial intelligence bot, Sydney. Microsoft Bing's artificial intelligence chatbot, Sydney, hijacked my show. But I got it back. A lot of bureaucracy. Big email chains. A lot of me having to participate in chats. You know, you can't talk to a person anymore in this age. A lot of me having to participate in in messaging to get my show back. But I'm here. Frizz is still missing. You would have thought maybe he would have jumped in. Maybe he would have heard that a chatbot had hijacked us and helped us out. We'll find him one of these days, Frizz, wherever you are. It doesn't matter what's going on between us. You're always welcome back here at home. And yes, this is your home. So humans, big news here at the show. Announcing our first merch. Of course, we've had some cups that have been given away as prizes. But this is our first universal merch giveaway. Stay tuned for details. I think you're going to like it. So that's one thing we're going to talk about today. I also want to talk about those windbreakers. Those really thin, super flimsy, those really thin, super flimsy, out-of-date collar, out-of-date cut. Those, those those nylon windbreakers that you see people wear in movies that work for, like, the FBI. And I've seen people wear them in other instances, too. Um, you know, they're not just the dark blue FBI jackets. But those, those have piqued my interest. We'll talk a little bit about that. And we're going to talk some March Madness. Humans, the first that you can hear this It's February 28th, which means March is around the corner. We're expecting our first snowstorm here in New York City of the year. Uh, We set a record for the the biggest length of time with no measurable snow. And it's it's unclear if we're going to get it. It's unclear if it will be cold enough tonight. I'm hoping for it. One, it's just kind of fun. And two, it will ease my concerns, if not temporarily... With climate change, it's frightening. And everyone says the same thing. Man, it's weird that it's 60 degrees in February, but I'll take it. I mean, it feels strange, but I'm not complaining. But we're the, those of us that are saying that, and myself included, uh, there's a sense of this is a little scary. And it's not so much scary when you feel good. Yeah, it's fine to have the, sh- the sun shining on your face. I ate lunch outside on Valentine's Day. That's 
It should be like five degrees here. Um, and I have a bone to pick with local newscasters. Maybe all newscasters, but local newscasters. When they keep saying, weird, weird weather for February. Strange winter. Stop. What if we accept it? What if you accept it and stopped acting surprised? Just say, yeah, it's going to be 55 today. Well, stop acting shocked. Is that is that part of what's going on here? Is it, Are we not wanting to admit that the climate's drastically changing at a, at a pretty quick rate? And everyone's just sort of like, ah, oh, weird weather for February. Well, it's been weird weather for February for a couple of years now. And all these droughts. New York City was a little frightening this fall. We had such a drought. I guess from summer on, or certainly late summer into fall, we had such a drought that the grass was dying in the parks. And the leaves were turning color, but they said, they, the weather, the weather, the very weather people that I'm criticizing, they said, yeah, it's not foliage. It's not cold enough to be foliage yet. The... The grass turning yellow is, is the grass is just dying because it's not, it's not been watered enough. The trees, the leaves are changing not because of foliage and the weather, the temperature dropping. It's because the tree itself is conserving moisture and sending less water to the leaves. And I can see it all on my block and you, you could see it in trees around here. Why am I bringing this up? Why? Sid, come on, man. It's early in the week. It's the last day of February. Chill out. Well, the reason I'm bringing this up is like, <laughs> it's, is it going to happen again this summer? Is anyone here familiar with the Dust Bowl? I'm not. I wasn't. I am now. <laughs> that was a lot. That was a mouthful. I'm not. I wasn't. I am now. When I was in school, we always got behind in every subject. History being no it's an exception. And we usually got to like, like maybe we got to World War II. Maybe. We'd talk a little World War II anyway, because, you know, it's an exciting one to talk about. Um, but we didn't touch on a lot of other things in history and in American history. And we didn't talk about the Dust Bowl. I had to learn about the Dust Bowl by watching the Ken Burns documentary. You guys know me. You're, you're all rolling your eyes right now. Here he goes about Ken Burns again. Well, I'm a Ken Burns head. What can I say? Anyway, the thing I took away from his documentary about the Dust Bowl was that over farming, the wheat, the crop wheat, some of you might say wheat, wheat, over farming of the crop wheat led to huge droughts which led to incredible dust storms. I mean, it led to famine, no rain, and these horrible dust storms. The dust storms were so bad that they would, you couldn't keep the dust out of your home, the sand, the dirt out of your home. And who was it all caused by? It was caused by humans. And they eventually realized this. this I hate to say it, the smart ones left. The smart ones moved. Some other ones thought, well, next year it'll rain, next year it'll rain. And, and it didn't. Until humans wised up 
and realized that they were the ones causing this, and they, they changed some of the practices. And eventually now with irrigation, we're sort of getting away with it. We're getting away with... Uh, with things because we can we can water things and and whatnot. Anyway, we ca- we caused the dust bowl. We as in humans, and we also fixed it. We also fixed it. But hello, I mean the East Coast is known for being moist. We don't have droughts over here. Not, not like the rest of the country. This isn't a desert. So we'll see. We'll see. Is it going to happen again this this fall? Are the, are the, is the grass in the fields, in the parks, like Prospect Park, like Central Park, is it going to die early? I don't know. I'm just saying it's... Why don't the weather people just start saying, yeah, this is just normal weather for February now. Maybe acceptance is the first step to just, okay, we can accept that we're changing the climate. Now, how do we fix it? How do we... How do we pull whatever they pulled in the Dust Bowl and say, hey, these are the things doing it. Let's all do it a little bit better so we have a place to live. All right, humans. (laughs) Here's my rant on that. Okay. So we we will have a laugh or two or at least explore the idea of these flimsy, these flimsy windbreakers with the pointy collars. <clears throat> you know, that are in a lot of FBI TV shows, but you see them for other stuff too. My high school, my high school had um, that as an option. You could buy a windbreaker that was that cut. Um, it was maroon. It wasn't the typical FBI blue, but it was that flimsy type of windbreaker. That it. When was it ever in style? <laughs> Maybe in the seventies. We'll get to that. Humans, let's talk a little March Madness, okay? I've been saying it for a while. The Super Bowl comes and goes, and then we're in this lull before the college basketball tournament. And in some ways, it's a relief. You know, I've, I build my Sundays around the NFL a little bit, and perhaps to my own detriment. I mean, the fall is a nice time of year, and I'm like, no, no, I'll be inside drinking beer and eating wings. Thank you very much. And of course, it coasts right through the holidays and into January. And up to the Super Bowl. So the last few Sundays, I'm a little liberated. I've got college basketball on in the background. But I'm doing things. I'm, I'm hitting the dumbbells a little bit. I'm messing around with the guitar some. And I've just got whatever game on in the background. In fact, last Sunday, February 26th, I watched that, um, I watched that Indiana... University women's versus Iowa women's uh, basketball game that Caitlin told us about. And it lived up to the hype. It lived up to the hype. It was a heavyweight fight. The crowd was going insane. And the game ended in a three-pointer buzzer beater for the win um, by Iowa. And uh, I was pulling for IU because I'm I'm a fan of them via Caitlin. And I was tough. But I want you guys to know she's doing all right. I texted her. She's still she's still with us. So the conference tournaments are in like a week, week and a half. So, you know, some good basketball left to be played. Seems like some of the scheduling, you know, was done on purpose. So you got some 
some heavyweight last uh, last of the season games uh, right before the tourneys. And then, of course, March Madness, the NCAA tournament. One Something that's unique. It's like it's as uh, unique to sports as jazz is to America. It's an American phenomenon. People that don't have anything to do with basketball get into this. It's great water cooler talk. It's great socializing. It's fun because bars will just have these college games on. Of course, the first four days are electric. Electric that Thursday through Sunday. It's just fun. It's just, it's a time of year where spring's around the corner, if not arriving. So we're all coming out of the house. Of course, acknowledging <laughs> the, the, the seasons are changing, but we're all coming out of the house. There's something collective that so many people get into. It's just a lot of fun. It really is a time of rebirth. And as you guys know, I said the heck with it. I am celebrating New Year's during the vernal equinox. So to me, it's 2022, humans. To me, it's 2022 right now. And it will be 2023 on March 20th at 5.24 p.m. Of course, that's the time for the vernal equinox here in New York City. All this is to say, it's it's one of the great American traditions. I'm excited about it. I love how it corresponds with spring. I love how it gets people together. It can bring to you, listen, we don't want to think about work. We don't, no one wants to think about work when you're not at work. No one wants to think about work when you are at work. But it brings coworkers together. It can be kind of fun. I like to do a pool at my work. Of course, we do a pool here at the show. I like to do one with friends and family. It's fun to be on a couple of things. I'm the kind of guy, I usually do one bracket for everything. So that kind of just, it makes it a little easier for me to, um, to know who I'm pulling for in each game. Um, but sometimes I'll do, you know, a different bracket for, for this one and for that one and whatnot. Uh, anyway, but then it gets confusing because I'm like, oh, great. Do I need this team to win or lose? I kind of like to, I like the simplicity. You know, this is the team I need to win throughout whatever contests my bracket is entered into. So get excited about that. Now, humans, that brings me to this merch situation as you know we have a march madness competition you know bracket competition here at the show i make a contest you know on the espn tournament challenge and the way you enter is you just email listener line at sydneyhollishow.com a screenshot showing that you subscribe to the show and then i send you the login information and password so you can join and uh, compete against other humans. And the prize is $100 cash. Now, of course, I can give that to you electronically, but if you want that nice crispy bill, we can have that arranged. And entry is free. All you have to do is just send a screenshot showing that you subscribe to the show, and boom, you're in. Life is good. I'm bringing this up now because it sneaks up on us quick. The conference tournaments more or less end on March 12th. And Selection Sunday is on March 12th, which means um, the ESPN Tournament Challenge will go live either like the evening of the 12th or the morning of the 13th. Now you have until that Thursday to fill them out. 
But don't wait till the last minute, humans. The website gets busy. We've all been there. We've all been there the Thursday that the tournament starts trying like hell to get our picks in and the website's jamming up because everyone else waited to the last minute. So I'm trying to get out ahead of this, humans. But here's the merch situation. We're going to have our first koozie here at the show. I'm releasing our first koozie. Now, I had a different koozie in mind and things fell through. I'm not completely happy with the service that I'm going to be going through, but I do like their options. We had a snafu already. I was supposed to have these, supposed to have a different koozie and supposed to have this stuff rolled out already. That's just the kind of stuff I'm doing behind the scenes, humans. Here's the deal. March Madness is fun. March Madness brings us together. In addition to signing up for yourself, of course, I've already spelled that out. It's very easy. Just, you know, show that you subscribe to the show. If you refer a friend to the show and possibly to the contest, more or less to the contest, if you refer a friend to the show in the contest, then you get a koozie. You get a Sydney Hollis show koozie, the very first of its kind. So, Sid, how does this work? Well, humans, we all know people that are into things, and life gets in the way. We all have that person we've been meaning to text and say, let's grab a beer sometime, or hey, next time I'm in town, let's grab lunch, or whatever. You know, that we just keep putting things on the wayside. Well, this is a time for action. Spring is here. There's this fun communal event. Do you know someone who would like the show? Hey, you know, I've been meaning to tell so-and-so about this show. Or some of the stuff I've heard on here, that reminds me of this weird coworker I have. Or that reminds me of this friend of a friend. Or this dude I met at a party. Or, you know, whenever I'm at so-and-so's house, I'm always telling them about this weird thing from the Sydney Hollis show. Well, this is your chance to refer them, to bring them into the fold, to welcome them to the hideaway. If someone signs up for the March Madness contest and shows that they subscribe and says, Hey... Michael and Savannah recommended me. Says, hey, Chris in Guatemala recommended me. Or whoever you are. Then you will get a koozie. Just refer someone to the show. And then that person will say, hey, I was recommended by so-and-so. You know, you, you don't have to use your, your hideaway name. They don't have to say Chris in Chicago. They could say so-and-so, you know, use your real name. Referred me. Here's a screenshot that I subscribed to the show. And now you have just earned yourself a koozie. Now it works well for the contest. You can, you can, you can do this without referring them to the basketball contest if you just refer a person. But it works well for the contest because that person's going to need to email me anyway to get the contest info. And who doesn't want to jump into a free March Madness contest where they can win $100? You know, that, that gives you a little juice. But it also is so fun to be a part of throughout the whole month, especially, especially those first four days when it's just on TV everywhere. Now, let's talk about this koozie. This has been a long time coming, humans. I've wanted to get us some merch. And I don't do things halfway. We're going to do it or we're not going to do it. And quality and function are very important to me. I don't take the easy way out. I don't take the cheap way out. We've given away Yeti things. Why? Because it's a product I believe in. It's a product I would use myself. In fact, I do use their stuff. I'm not going to give you some flimsy koozie that's like a little sponge. 
you know? I'm giving you a koozie that's made of neoprene that will actually keep your beer cold and your hand warm. But not only that, like I said, we go top of the line around here. This koozie will have a pocket. It will be a burlap koozie, burlap outside with a neoprene liner, and it will have a pocket, a little tiny pocket. Why? Well, that's for you guys to decide. That's for you guys to let us humans know. What are you going to put in your koozie pocket? A paperclip? You know, sometimes a paperclip comes in handy. If you're ingesting cannabis and you need to clean something, maybe, maybe like a sanitizing wipe. You can keep a little individual wipe. Maybe your key, a key to your house. Maybe some cash. What are you going to keep in your pocket on your koozie? That's for us to have fun with. But we're only going top of the line. Nothing here will ever be cheap and we will never sacrifice function. So get excited about this, humans. Now, I need to finalize the order and deal with a couple of things. But once I do, there will be a picture of our future koozie on your favorite time waster, sydneyhollishow.com. Now, Sid, why do you always call it that? Well, this might be an outdated term already. But a time waster is a kind of website that you just click on when you're bored to tears at work and you're stuck at your PC, your work PC. So many of us turn to social media, Instagram, Twitter, Reddit, whatever the heck you're on. Gone are the days of the old time waster. Well, I'm bringing it back. Some of your workplaces might not allow you to go to YouTube. Some of your workplaces might not allow you to go to Facebook. I doubt they're blocking sydneyhollishow.com. So head on over. There's some fun things to click through. And as the show goes on, as time goes on, there will be more and more, including a picture of our future koozie. Now, if any of that was confusing, we're going to keep talking about it week to week. But basically, get ready. Get ready to refer someone to the show and to the March Madness contest, and then you will earn a koozie. Well, what about the new person? Do they get a koozie? The new person gets a koozie when they refer someone. You refer a listener who shows they subscribe and mentions your name, you get a koozie. You've heard of the Mug Club. This will be the Koozie Club. At Mug Club Brewery. The Koozie Club at Mug Club Brewery. Get excited, humans. I'm excited. Okay, so about these jackets, these windbreakers. I keep calling it like an FBI windbreaker because you see that a lot in television and in movies. But it's these jackets. And you might also call it, I'm noticing them on the internet called like a staff jacket, a nylon staff jacket. And yeah, I think vendors and like various stadium personnel also wear them in, in various colors. Sometimes the, the color of the team that, of the, you know, the, the home team of the stadium where they work. But they're jackets that the cut doesn't end at the hip. The cut goes further than your belt. Like I would say the cut almost comes to, the length of the jacket almost comes down to like the bottom of your inseam. It's longer. They fit baggy. They don't have quite a 70s collar, but there's nothing small about the collar. The collar's pretty big. And it almost looks like a collar of a collared shirt 
Less so a jacket. You know, a, a varsity style jacket, the collar is minimal. It's just that little strip of elastic. These have an actual collar that flaps. Like you could put a, I don't know why you would put a sweater over a nylon jacket, but you, put, you could put a sweater over this and then have the collar stick out nice and big. Just trying to describe this via audio here, humans. And it's just that kind of shiny, shinyish nylon. And I guess they have snaps. All the stuff I can find here that it has, they have snaps, but it doesn't seem like a zipper would be impossible. But they're very flimsy. They don't look like they're warm at all. And they're not any kind of modern tech. I'm, I'm sure, you know, they call themselves a windbreaker. I, I'm curious how much wind they really prevent from getting into your clothing. But they also, they kind of have this cotton looking liner. I don't know if it's actually cotton or not, but a cotton looking liner, like a white, very thin liner. Anyway, I'm sure you guys remember these jackets from like, again, the 80s into the early to mid 90s. But even by then, they were sort of out of style by the mid 90s. And, and, and the reason I remember them from the mid 90s is at my high school, we had military uniform days and then regular days. And on the regular days, we still had to wear a uniform, but it was more of your typical white shirts with gray slacks, typical private school uniform. And you had an option of which jacket you wanted. You could either do the crew neck sweatshirt, a nice Lee heavy crew neck sweatshirt. I still have mine. Wore it the other day, actually. Or you could get this flimsy, weird-looking jacket <laughs> that didn't look very warm. I opted for the crew neck. Anyway, humans, I'm just curious about this style of jacket. I, I, I knew someone once that had been like a salesman for Geico, <laughs> of all things, way before the Gecko commercials. And they had this exact jacket that kind of navy blue like you'd see in an fbi movie and they had one that said geico on the back <laughs> and again this would have been late 90s early 2000s and it was woefully out of style and again i question how warm these things are why am i bringing this up well i'm perplexed does does the justice department do they see a value in these are they just flimsy and light enough that you can put one on at a crime scene to identify yourself as, as supposed to be there? Is that the idea behind these things? Why are they also called staff jackets? And yeah, now that I think about it, I, I can remember stadium personnel at Nayland Stadium in Knoxville, Tennessee, and at Thompson Bowling Arena in Knoxville, Tennessee, wearing this style of jacket. And again, the collar, the collar, I mean, it would be appropriate costume to wear in the movie Rocky, the original Rocky. That movie took place in 1976. I mean, that movie came out in 1976. They were wearing age-appropriate things. You know, it was a present-day movie. And this jacket would fit in just fine in that. So what's, what's up with this jacket? Why is this? This jacket's like an alligator. You know, they say the alligators, crocodiles have been around since the dinosaurs, you know, cockroaches too. But like, what's, what's the alligator 
What's it done so well to survive since prehistoric times? What's this jacket doing so well that we still see it on television today in 2023? That we still see it at stadiums today that are, <laughs> by and large, it's somehow featured in these law enforcement. I don't know if the real, the real law enforcement, if they wear these, I think they must. Art imitates life, right? What's this jacket doing so well that it's woefully out of style, woefully unmodern, woefully not warm, woefully probably not much of a windbreaker? Why, why is it still around just like an alligator? How does it survive like this thing? Could we go through nuclear winter? If Y2K, if someone, you know, comes out of their Y2K bunker, they're like, oh, nothing changed because people are still wearing this jacket. <laughs> Thoughts, questions, comments, concerns about this jacket? Does anyone know the name of it? Listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Of course, that's the way you can participate in this show. You can record into the Voice Memo app on your phone and then hit the share button and then email that to listener line at sydneyhollishow.com. Well, humans, hit you with a lot of information today. We talked a little climate change. Why not? We talked some March Madness and we talked about the koozie. If it's confusing, just think of it like this. Hey, if I refer someone to Sid's show and or the March Madness Contest. It's just easier to do with the March Madness Contest because people have to email me anyway. If I refer people to Sid's show in the March Madness Contest, then I get this fantastic burlap neoprene koozie with a pocket. A pocket that will help us have a little fun this spring and summer. So think about who you'd like to refer. Think about who you would invite to break bread with us here at the hideaway. All right, humans, it's been a pleasure as always. Peace and love. Peace and love. It feels good to say that. I'm glad I got my show back. We'll see you on Friday.